Hello, and welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. Fantastic. Yes, how are you? Uh, Fantastic as always. And this week, we are joined by a special guest we have with us. A returning guest, actually. Yes, a former guest. A former guest, who is a current guest again. Yes. This is Matt Spectro. Matt. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is, thank you, thank you for having me. This is a, (laughs) this isn't my podcast, it's not nearly this (laughs) professional, so I'm very impressed. (laughs) And here we are, so things are a little different today, because we were trying to like, we, we, we recorded with Matt for his podcast, and the three of us were like, oh, we'll just do it on our couch so we don't have our normal backdrop. So for all of our watchers, we're in our living room. This we're, is our living room. Yes, we're on yes. our couch. The, the cats are in the background. Yep. <laughs> you might see them pop yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. But I'm in my PJs. I don't care. It's all good. Yes. It's I'm just good. impressed. You had the, the music intro. You yeah. did the whole number. This is uh, mine. It's like we record and like mess it up like three times before we even get going. Well, speaking of that, what's your podcast? Tell everybody about your podcast right off the bat. All right. My uh, pad, uh, last time I was on here, uh, my podcast was Truth, Justice, and the New England Pro Wrestling Way. And uh, due to um, me moving, Julian and myself aren't able to do that. So I now do my podcast, Matt Spectro, through the multiverse. And it's me and a special guest. Um and we discuss animation, but based on a comic book. So every week we review something from the world of animation based on comic books. Mostly superheroes, but it can doesn't necessarily be there. It's just to, uh, with the wrestling one, I got a little, sometimes it got a little drama and stuff. And I just wanted to do something that was just fun and lighthearted. So, plus something I would talk with people like yourself on and just have a good time. So it's Matt Spectro through the multiverse every, uh, every Friday, a new episode. Tremendous, and it's fun to listen to. Yeah, it is. Thanks. Yeah, especially like cartoons and superheroes, like yeah, some of the stuff you talked about. Like you talked about Green Lantern, right? Yeah, and and that's one that I I was never a big Green Lantern fan at all, but it was still enjoyable to listen to because because you go through and and you you watch an episode, and you talk about the episode, but you also give a history on the characters mm-hmm. and. And, and the people that wrote it and everything. So it's 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 pretty cool. If you're and that's into that what kind of I stuff. like about your show because you give more information. So if I know absolutely nothing about this comic, this character, this show, anything, you do all this work and you bring all this information. So I listen, I'm like, oh, now I feel like I'm a little smarter because now I know this. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, I tried to do it where it was a cross of the diehards would hopefully like it, but 
some of the more casual people would like it as well. So that way almost anyone can come on the show, even if you're not a diehard comic fan. As long as you don't hate superheroes, then you can be on the show. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. And actually, we're, we're going to be on an upcoming episode, right? Yeah, you guys are going to be on June 11th. Nice. And um, but, uh, well, I don't want to, we'll I'm not going to reveal yet what we're going to uh, talk about usually. It was fun though. We, uh, the week of, I reveal the guest and what the topic's going to be. But you guys are going to be on my podcast on June 11th. Yeah, we had a blast. That was really fun. You know, Check re- it out, everybody. The real reason I'm here because your podcast is so much more popular than mine. Maybe I'll get some of the cross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so listen to his too. Yeah, I would appreciate it. Yeah, go. I want to bring up something I picked up on during one of your episodes with another former guest, Jamie Jamikowski. All right, Uh, that was uh, episode three where we talked about Batman the Animated Series. Yes, and the episode discussed one character, Poison Ivy. Okay. And Jamie noted how she was sipping her herbal tea. (laughs) Okay. Now, I had reached out to Jamie with my question, and he kind of laughed, and he said he'd get back to me, and he never did. It's okay, Jamie. I still love you. But I want to pick your brain. <laughs> okay. Because I thought about that, and I thought, Poison Ivy loves plants. Yeah. And if you love plants the way she does, why would you kill them, dry them, Put them in boiling hot water and drink them. It's a question. Uh, so wouldn't you wouldn't you think poison whoa. ivy would actually either be just absorbing sunlight as plants do, or maybe carnivorous because there are carnivorous plants. So maybe be a meat eater. But the fact that she was drinking herbal tea makes me wonder. I, you know, until now, I always thought she was had to be a vegetarian because of her character. But now that you put it that way, maybe she is a, a carnivore. I don't know. But she I always, drank herbal tea, so she killed the one she loves the most. Yeah. Um, like, she gets mad at people cutting trees down. She does. It was and, just a... I thought maybe they were just trying to be clever with, oh, you know, what's poison ivy going to drink? Uh, poison ivy, she's got to drink herbal tea. Uh, you think it's clever, but yeah. it's not. But, yeah, you present a good question. I, I never really thought about it before. This is how my mind works. <laughs> Alex, do you think boys and I would drink herbal tea? You know what? I never gave it much thought, and I always figured, oh, yeah, it makes sense. She likes plants, whatever, herbal tea. But you're right. When you actually think of it logically and and, and really, you know, kind of dive into it, yeah, it, it, she should be a carnivore because she loves plants so much. Why would she eat them? But it wouldn't be the first time with Poison Ivy. Like, if you watch Batman and Robin, she completely blows up the lab, which all of her plants, <laughs> that's uh, in the middle of the rainforest. So they've, right, they've yeah. always had a bit of a contradiction with uh, Poison Ivy. Well, it, the world's not black and white. But you bring, up, you bring up a good point. So yeah, I was just curious. If, <laughs> does, has anyone else thought this at all? I'm curious. I've not heard it before. It doesn't mean that it's never been thought of. But uh, it's Does nothing. anyone have an answer? Yeah, if anybody out there on your show would know the answer to that, I would love to hear it. So, have you always been into comic books? And yeah, pretty much. I have two older brothers, and both of them read comics. Uh, before I could even read, I was like looking at them, reading pictures, and uh, loved them. My I've always loved fantasy and escape from reality. I think a lot of, especially boys my age, when you're awkward and struggling with your own identity, I think you look to a lot of uh, fantasies to almost escape from your world. Plus. 
I mean, let's face it, they were a lot were like ultimate men, like, you know, men that you would want, you'd want their confidence and whatnot. Um, there was a time, there was a big gap where I kind of grew out of it for, I wouldn't say grew out of it because I was a grown man, but I, I kind of stopped for a while. And um, more recently, I've been actually kind of getting more into the hobby, buying a little bit more. Um, I tend to just buy. I don't collect as much as if I see something I want to read, I'll just buy it and, and read it. And obviously I still watch all the, it also helped with my, when I got married, my stepson, I introduced him to the justice league and he and I watched the whole cartoon. And then we watched all the DC live action movies. And then he's watched a bunch of the Marvel movies. So that's, if I hadn't gotten married, I might not have kind of rekindled my more recent love of it. But right now I'm not, yeah, like I'll just buy, I see something I want to read. I'll, I'll read it. I don't necessarily collect like I used to. Nice. Yeah. See, I, I collected comics when I was younger and I ended up selling all of them so I could buy a drum kit. <laughs> so I was in high school at the time when I sold them all. And I remember putting an ad in the newspaper. Do you remember when people had to do that yep. for stuff? I don't, I don't even know if people <laughs> like still free do that. Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. And I, I put an ad in the newspaper and somebody came into my house and gave me cash for all my comics. I had like three of those, uh, what do they call them, long boxes. Yep. Full of comics, all nice and neat, backboarded and all the, the whole nine. And uh, yeah, and then I took that money and went and bought my first drum set. Well, the thing is, I had like uh, a fire in one of my old apartments, and a majority of my collection was destroyed, except for like eight long boxes. And then I broke up with the woman I was living with, and I literally walked out the door and never looked back. And unfortunately, she probably sold my comic collection. Wow. Which is heartbreaking to think about it, because I had the first appearance of Wolverine. I had the first modern appearance of the Red Skull. I had like a lot of like valuable stuff, which she probably either destroyed or probably sold in a yard. So. Yikes. Wow. That's... Too bad. How about you? Were you ever into comics, Monique? I used to read Archie comics when I was a kid, and I used to read Mad Magazine, Mad and Cracked. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> come on. Who didn't read that? It was awesome. Um, I wasn't a big comic book reader. Uh, my parents owned a video store. I watched movies. But, yeah, Archie comics, I think especially because it was at the supermarket when I'd go. It was one of the things available. That, like, every week we get to pick something out. So I do that. And then my Grammy, uh, she had a box of comics. And I remember being like, oh, she has Archie comics. That's really cool. I know this. So it was just nice little I think they're nostalgia. just multi-generational. I think no matter who you are, you know, race, gender, whatever, I think comics, because they're so, um, I know superheroes what people think of, but there's literally, like, every type of story in comic books. So they're accessible for really anybody and they're always evolving. So I think that's why they, even though they've, they're kind of in trouble now, I think that's why they've been sort of a multi-generational thing. That's something, you know, I, I haven't really kept up on them much. Uh, I discovered digital comics a couple of years back yep. and I was able to get every Punisher comic book and download it onto my iPad. Beautiful. And that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I, I read that I guess a lot of the comics now are becoming more politically correct, a lot more. There's a big chunk of that. Um, is, that, that is that something you found? Uh, um, I mean, I think it's overblown a little bit. They are appealing to a certain niche crowd, um, which is fine. Um, but I think there's a difference between pandering and appealing to. And sometimes I think they cross the line of uh, of, okay. uh, of pandering. And sometimes it's. Um, appealing. I've always said I had this debate with my wife that I think, especially for children, diversity in entertainment is a little more important because everybody struggles with their identity. 
Mm-hmm. So I think it helps a kid to see someone that they can identify with. Doesn't mean they exclusively would only enjoy that, but it can actually help them to see that there are other people just like them that can accomplish anything. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't want to get a whole thing about it. I, the biggest complaint I hear a lot is the the race swapping that a lot they try and take a lot of classic characters and change their race, and a lot of people argue you should be creating newer characters that are you know, uh, different, uh, ethnicities. Um, but yeah, there is some of that. Um, the digital era I think has hurt comics a lot as well. Um, you know, because they said there's a lot of piracy and whatnot. Um, so sales, but I mean the Japanese comics still sell huge. So who really knows what the answer really is of why comics aren't what they used to be. The digital comics. One of the things I, I'm, I've been very open. Like, I like tangible books, like the actual paper. So if I have a comic, I want the actual comic. I can touch it, turn the pages. The I don't way. like digital books. However, when it comes to comics, if that's the only way I can read it, I'll take it. Because sometimes it's really hard finding certain comics. They become rare. They're collectibles. And you just want to read the story. So that's where it comes in handy. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I'll take what I can get. I want to read the story. Fine. But there's just something about having that tangible book in your hand that's so much better, at least for me. I think it's, um, people tend to forget, um, comics tend to reflect the time period. So like during the 30s and 40s, there's a lot of very rah-rah American comics, war propaganda. Yeah, 50s was a lot of science fiction due to the you know the atomic age and the fear, and then the 60s because of all the distri- uh, the unrest. That's why a lot of characters in the 70s things were a little political. 80s was a little bit more America was good again. So some of it is reflecting what's going on because it's not just comics. If you look at the world of entertainment, a lot of political and ideology has slipped its way into a lot of forms of entertainment. I think they have a point, but I think sometimes it gets overblown a little bit at the same time but that's just my opinion you you might think differently i, I think you're you're spot on with that they, they have always mirrored the culture that's happening at the time yeah. so it is interesting to go back and you look at something from say you know the 1960s and you could see that a lot of the stories that took place at that time they do reflect what was going on you know in, in the culture at the time yeah. and so. I, I hear a lot of the um when people say the argument, well, instead of like doing a race swap, why not uh, create a new character? And the excuse a lot of the times I hear is, um, well, there's too much to compete with because these characters have such a long history. But I mean... Um, I could see that side of the argument. I could see it, but I mean, what if the creators of Black Panther had said that? Um, would he not have the biggest individual superhero movie ever made? Like, what if the creators of Sanford and Son and Good Times had said that? Well, would they not have had a sitcom back in the... I think it's sometimes, I can see kind of a point what they're making, but at the same time, I think it's a, I, I don't think that's a good argument for, for doing it. Like, some characters you can argue their creation, like for Black Adam, for example, I don't want to bore anybody, doesn't he? He's an Egyptian prince that came back and he should never have been white. It just doesn't make any sense. So you want to make an argument of changing his race, but like, sometimes just to do it to do it, I think is uh, is just, I don't know, it doesn't. I don't see the point myself, but that's that's just me. You can give me the argument that I'm a white straight male, so I wouldn't see it. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's just my opinion. Um, more power to you if you like those characters. That I'm, I don't say they shouldn't exist. I'm not one of those guys right. who's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to boycott it and all that. But 
I don't always see the point. Um, like if you see some of the Netflix shows, like uh, Bridgerton, they changed some of the characters' race. I didn't read the book, so I don't know. What's it called? Bridgerton is a show. It was based on a book series. I didn't, my wife watched it, and I know they changed some of the characters. Um, but um, so it happens in other forms of entertainment. Um, I don't think there's necessarily on, on paper anything wrong with it, um, but it's a common complaint I've heard from a lot of the people that complain about the current comic industry. I'm sort of half and half on it. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. One of the things I was going to say before when we talked about, like, you know, growing up and reading comics and how many different characters there are. And there's so much out there, even if you just kind of look at superheroes. One of the things I was going to say is that usually there's at least somebody you can relate to. And it doesn't mean have to be like you because they're a man or a woman or because of anything like that. It's just the character. Yeah. There's something about the character that you relate to them or that you feel like you want to be like that. You know, you just get a connection to. And that's why it's nice that there's so much out there because we're all so different and we all feel different ways about different things. So you kind of find someone who resonates with you. And and that's why, yeah, like they should make more characters because people are always changing and growing and new people are being born every day. So why not create more instead of just like rewriting the same old, same old, like, like regurgitation of, Oh, okay, let's just change it. I feel like that's lazy. That's just, yeah, I feel like a lot, a lot of that's lazy, I think. And sometimes it's just, um, sometimes they do it and it's not, there's not a flag on it. It just happens. And those tend to be the better ones because you don't notice it. But with the ones when they tell you like, Oh, we're going to make such and such Asian now. And they say 15 times in the article that this character is now Asian Usually you can't help but automatically think there's an agenda here. Um, right. And it's not that he just happens to be Asian. They're going to make a big point of letting you know he's Asian. I, I just feel like make characters to connect with people. Yeah, if there's good writing, good acting, or good drawings for comics, people will like it regardless yeah. of their background. Yeah, that's all. I would agree with that, yeah. I was thinking sure. even villains. I think that people can connect with villains, too. I mean, I always connected with the Joker. Yeah. And... Yeah, he's a bad guy, but it's somebody that I had a connection to, like, you know, with the movies and comics, it's just there. So just put stuff out there. You never know. But I mean, it just, uh, that's a lot of the entertainment has gone through a weird sort of, uh, kind of, I don't know, fixing things that aren't really broken, I guess would be the best way I can describe it. That is a great way of putting it. Yeah. yeah, that happens a lot in life. You see people doing that. But, I mean, there's still plenty of good stuff out there, I think. You just have to sift through the stuff you don't like. And the problem, I think, is with the fans is that it's like, it's not, I don't like it, I'm not going to watch it. I don't like it, I'm going to make 15 YouTube videos about why it stinks and I hate it. And and I'm just like, <laughs> isn't there better things to do with your time? Yeah. Then why don't you find something you like? And, and focus your energy on that. Because that would take more work. <laughs> like, I don't get into this on my own podcast. I, my podcast is designed to have fun, so we just talk about it. Yeah. And I'll criticize it on the show if I think something comes up that's dumb, but I, I don't I don't get into the whole, uh, I read what I like, and if I don't like it, I just stop reading it. Just, there you go. <laughs> so, so. I think that's pretty, a, a great way to be. Pretty pretty simple and straightforward. Yeah. But, yeah. Not to bore on this subject, I think 
the entertainment, whether it be movies, TV, comics, I think some of it they do on purpose because they know if they piss these people off, they're going to give them free advertising by con- constantly doing podcasts, yeah. YouTubes. And- do you remember when Dogma came out? Yep. So I remember when Dogma came out. Kevin You're talking Smith about the Kevin Smith movie, Yes, right? Kevin okay. Smith movie, Dogma, which I love that movie. That's like one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. I remember going to the movie theater and there were hundreds of people protesting <laughs> against the movie. And I'm just like, wow, they need a life. Um, I, I just felt like you're so bothered by a movie. It's, you know, fake. It's not real. It's a movie. Yeah. And you're allowing that to bother you so much. Wow, that's sad. But I thought too, like, all they did was talk about it on the news. It was in the newspapers. They had it on the news. Oh, hundreds of people showed up at you know local theaters to protest Kevin Smith's new movie. That Dogma. made me want to see it more. Like, what are they protesting? It's, you're right, What's it's so free bad? Advertising. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you? Gonna- <laughs> hey, people! You get people talking about it one way or another. Speaking of getting people to talk about something, I'm going to change the subject just a little bit. All right. We're coming up now. What's today is May 29th. We're coming up on uh, a, a pretty big day. June first is supposedly when the government is it June first or is it? I'm pretty sure it's June first. I don't know 1st, where you're going. Is when the government is supposed to disclose all the information that they have about UFOs oh. to the public. Really. It was something that was written in one of the COVID relief bills or something. Like oh, before, yeah, I did before hear Before Trump left office. <laughs> yes. That was one of his last acts, supposedly. So, But would you really trust it? Well, I'm, uh, that's my question that I'm going to ask right now. What do you think is going to come out in, in these documents? And are you going to believe any of it? I tend to think there's going to be some BS if they're going to actually declassify it. Like, there's, they're not going to tell us anything that's going to blow our minds. I would imagine because why would they? Um, I think it's actually impressive that they're actually willing to admit the existence of UFOs. But at the same time, it also makes me think: Well, what else are they up to if they're actually willing to admit it now? Um, A I don't critical think thinker. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. I don't think it's going to shatter the world. Whatever they explain, I do think it's weird that they've come out and said, "Yep, UFOs they exist. We're acknowledging it," and nobody seems to. Nobody cares. Right? Well, here's <laughs> the thing: they play dumb about it, like we don't know what it is, which yeah. I think is right there bullshit. Well, I I don't know. Maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't. Or or you could believe or the, the stories that, that they are, or it's that, or you could believe the stories that they're secretly been working with the aliens all along. There's so many yeah. possibilities. There's so many different I stories just, and theories. I don't trust it. Oh, I, I, I mean, anybody that listens to the show should know by now we don't trust anything that we, that we hear <laughs> in mainstream media or, or the government at all either. Uh, because again, always agendas at play there. Yes. What the agenda will be here. Anybody's guess, but we're going to find out soon enough because they're going to, I'm pretty sure June 1st was the day. Oh boy. So that should be any day now or, you know, well, if you're listening to the podcast, this that day has come and gone. That, so. that day has come and gone. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Next episode. Yeah. I mean, I doubt they're going to say, oh, there's uh living aliens and we know them. At best, they might say there's like a crashed craft that they might have found or something like that at best i feel like all those stories have been out for so long so hearing them from the government now is that supposed to be like a big thing i mean when i first got into into this kind of stuff back in the 80s you know when i was a kid 
that was the thing. Everybody wanted to know, what, is, what does the government know about UFOs? What does the government know about aliens? Area 51, Roswell, all that stuff, right? That's when it was all becoming, you know, kind of getting into into more, not mainstream, but it was getting into the culture through conspiracy theories and coast-to-coast AM, stuff like that. But now I feel like that was always the holy grail, getting the government to release the information and, and say what they know. And now it's like they they kind of pretty much already said that, yeah, they exist. They've yeah. shown, you know, they, there's been New York Times articles. There's been videos that have been released and shown on mainstream media. Nobody cares. Well, It's I was just amazing. Ask, Nobody even cares. Last time they released stuff, wasn't it basically, and tell me if I'm missing something, a pilot had like on his radar, she yes. was like, oh, I don't know what yeah. that is. The Tic Tac UFO video. Wasn't yeah. that it though? Yeah, it's basically that. UFO, unidentified flying object. They're basically just saying there's objects that were flying and we don't know what they but are. But they're not admitting it's alien or extraterrestrial. They're saying we don't know what it is. It's yeah. a flying object in the air. We don't know what it is. And they're playing it off like it's extraterrestrial. Right. But, but who's but to say it's not? So who knows what's going to come out? Well, that's the thing. Well, even if they do know, they're not going to tell us. No, I know, but I'm just going to say, gonna is it more us. stuff like that? Craft in the air, they cannot confirm or deny it. it's, you know, from another government or from somewhere else? I think, because I, I flip-flop on this all the time, and I feel like anybody that is a critical thinker should think about all these different things, right? I I feel like whatever it is, if it is some type of, non-human technology it's not coming from outer space i think it's coming from the ocean because if you believe the 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 scientists the experts archaeologists whoever geologists everybody 70 percent of the earth is water right if you if you believe that statistic if if you know if you go with that that line of thinking how have or we? Exp- is it well? That, but that's why I say if be you believe ice? that line of thing, because you don't know. We don't know. I mean, I haven't again, gone out. And Antarctica counted. is that what's really surrounding us, and there's more out there. Well, we're gonna get into what 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 are we on? Is it a you know? I don't I don't want to get into that discussion, but I mean, just think of that though. Seventy percent, allegedly, allegedly, it is what we are on. Is is what makes up our planet, this realm. We haven't explored that. No, and we can't there go are very deep. Tunnels so, and caves underwater. Right. So, wouldn't wouldn't it make sense that maybe these things that we're seeing they're not coming from outer space? They're coming from the ocean. That that's just my that's my thing. Didn't my dad say when he was in in Antarctica that they would go through like these tunnels of ice and yeah. come out in the ocean? Yeah. Like we and we talked about Antarctica and the, like there were caves, there were all these tunnels going sure. down, mm-hmm. and didn't like some of them go out to the ocean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's very possible. Yes, they could be coming from the ocean, or they could be coming from somewhere like a like cave system inside the Earth, it, coming it, like that leads out as a portal from the ocean. Could very well be. I I know that. The, there's obviously we have a, uh, the man is it the mammoth cave system in the United States is that what it's called uh, I think I don't know I think it's, called, it's, it's like really in the it. southeast and it kind of yeah. goes across the entire country uh, allegedly you know again yeah. I've never been there myself but uh, if you believe that I mean there's got to be all this unexplored area that we've never been in yeah. you know when I say we I mean people 
Now, maybe the government has, who knows? But again, if they have, they're not going to tell us. I, I, I firmly believe that. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe I'm being naive, but um, I always hoped if it would be something hopeful if there was a announcement of there's actual life on another planet or aliens like this would be lead to the dawn of a new age for me but i have so much distrust that yeah it's like you're just waiting you know for that ball to drop of like okay what's coming like where's the bad how are you going to use this to manipulate something for whatever reason and i feel like there's so much now especially the last 20 years so much alien type propaganda in movies, TV shows and things like that. It's so mainstream and it's become so almost accepted by people, even though it's presented in a fictional sense on TV and movies. I feel like just, just uh, again with the, the disclosure, the soft disclosure, the Tic Tac UFO and all that stuff that came out just recently, I feel like nobody cared because we become so desensitized to it through all the media. So whatever gets dropped on us, we're going to be just like, hey, but, eh. but not well, just yeah, that. Of course there it, is. it wasn't really that recently. It was last year. It was, uh, uh, I believe it was in 2019. Okay. Yeah. So, so last year was kind of mm, crazy for a different reason. No, it was 2020 because it was during the time of COVID. And I re- we talked about it. Disclosure happened and nobody cared. And oh, we okay. talked no, about right. it that right. it, there's so, uh, and I think I had said that, they get you in two ways. One, the people who've been like, yeah, we've known about this forever. And then also the two, the people who would normally probably freak out are already freaking out about the quote unquote pandemic. You know what I mean? So they're sure. occupied. So you have people over occupied and then you have people who are just like, yeah, we've, we've known this. So what do you want us to do? I guess. Yeah. That's the way so. I see it. And I could be wrong, but. Well, every book I've read have said any species of life that was capable of interstellar travel would be thousands of years more evolved than us. So the end result would be us being destroyed or enslaved or them helping us into a dawn of a new age. So I'm going to hope for the second one. I, I would say if you believe that, I would, I would, I would fall into the second one. Yeah. I would say if they're coming here, I don't think it's they're coming here to destroy and, and yeah. it, I, I would think that they'd be more evolved yeah but mentally the, spiritually the, the whatever question you know is, would our government tell us that <laughs> of course not of or course would they not. say they want to destroy us <laughs> of course it's then. war of course yeah you want everybody scared i that but yeah that's the thing i feel like who knows what they're gonna say what they're gonna release i don't think it's gonna be anything groundbreaking and honestly even if it is i wonder if anybody's even gonna care if it's even gonna be that big of a deal I think it depends on what comes out. True. True. Now, if it's something bad, if it's something bad, like say that they're aware of them and they've been fighting them for years or whatever, do you think people will panic and freak out? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't think a lot of people might not take it seriously. I think people still wouldn't believe it. It's also hard because they always say all these scientists that uh, we wouldn't recognize life on another planet. So I mean that would that also is very convenient to me if they showed up that oh well uh, we are incapable of recognizing what life would look like on another planet. Um, I think something would actually have to happen like really big for people to actually panic on this one. But who knows? People have panicked over lots of things over the years. Yeah, I mean. 
we randomly had a toilet paper shortage <laughs> during something that would give you allegedly the symptoms of a cold. I don't know how those correlate. So you just never know with people. Yeah, you never know. Well, I think all that know. kind of stuff, honestly, like that toilet oh, paper. I, know. Sure. I think all that shit's manufactured but again, you, anyway. You but it's hard to tell because you don't know what's going to be manufactured, right. what they're going to try to want us. And I think... What does the news say? What are they saying? Whatever they're saying, go the opposite with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and if there are two sides and they're splitting it, go somewhere else with go it. Go somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Or, or create your own third path because I just, I, yeah. I or don't just don't watch the news. Anything. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm going to go by what I'm seeing and experiencing. But, I mean, if you were a super involved race with technology beyond ours, would you look at what's going on on our planet and say, hey, I want to I want to go meet these guys? How many other super right. evolved races are there out there? I, I think that's a question. If there's none, and that's the only other game in town, then maybe. But if there's plenty to choose from... Yeah, I suppose you're right. If, if there were us and just one other <laughs> life form out there, then yeah, they probably would want to make that connection. They're like, what the fuck are these people doing? What's wrong with these people? We're trying to help What's them. What's wrong with this race? Yeah. Very interesting. Well, I, I just, yeah, I wanted to get everybody's thoughts on that because that is coming up. It's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So really curious about what will happen. Now, speaking of aliens... And UFOs, have you ever seen a UFO? No, I'm one of those, um, I find it bizarre because I'm one of those people that I always wanted to see a UFO, I always wanted to see a ghost, I wanted it, and yet it's always the people that don't believe in it that always, you know, every documentary, every reenactment was like, oh, I never believed in this until I was always the person who wanted to see this and I've never seen a UFO. Sure, I've seen things in the sky that, but, I mean, they could be anything, you know. Uh, sure. I wouldn't see anything I would say a UFO. I, I've seen a few things, like, that might have been evidence of a ghost in my life, but nothing like these reenactment shows that I, I would like to see, like the little girl that's uh, in a Victorian dress, you know. <laughs> but, no, I've unfortunately never seen any kind of UFO. Share with us your ghost experience. I, I think I might have brought it up before, but I just they're, like, little things. I just remember uh, my ex-girlfriend telling me that she hurt her mother came to her as a ghost and protected her. And I remember one night I was by myself and uh, I swore I saw a woman in a nightgown go by my bedroom door. I always chalked it up to, you know, when a car drives by you and the light shines by, but I swore I saw an old woman in a nightgown that there was that. And then uh, there was uh, and this is the dumbest thing. This, I used to sleep in the basement of my ex's house uh, when, cause I would stay up later than her. They had an apartment down there, and she said there was a ghost down there. And I never, this is dumb, but I had a little Jar Jar Binks figure that I had on the TV, and it was constantly turned around all the time, even though I never touched it. So I always thought that was kind of weird. It was constantly looking the other way, even though I'd never moved it. Um, but those are the closest things I've had to actual kind of uh, paranormal stuff. Uh, but I always wanted to, you know, you always see the little girl or the little, I always wanted to see it. I always wanted to see a UFO, but I never have. And it always bugs the crap out of me that they're always like, oh, I never believed in this. And then boom, <laughs> they're the ones who get to see it. Like He's like somewhere, it's right behind him and he's just not seeing it. <laughs> right, and then right, he yeah. turns around and disappears. <laughs> but also I don't, I don't believe in, I believe in energy and I don't believe in tempting fate. So I don't do these things like uh, Ouija boards and seances and stuff. Cause to me, that's like, that's asking for it. So maybe if I wasn't so i think if you don't know what you're doing yes <laughs> kind of like me when i was a kid playing with the ouija board i think yeah 
once you like that's if, a story if yeah and we i've shared it um but i think if you are smart about it and you know what you're doing to a certain extent it i would think maybe it's safer but i don't know i i don't think Milton Bradley or whoever it was <laughs> should be <laughs> putting it out there. And because I look at it like when you invite energy in, regardless of what it is, you're you're opening your energy. You're inviting it in. You're allowing it in. And you don't know what it is. You have no idea. You're creating a portal that you're opening and you're allowing into your space. And you don't know how to close it. And you don't know how to send that energy back. You think, oh, by saying goodbye, that does it. But does it? No. Who knows, anybody? Deep thoughts. I'm just saying. Deep. I feel like we need that music, the creepy music. I forget what button it is. No. This music? Hold on, we're going to play with the board. This one. (laughs) That's the music I had in mind. Yeah. All right. But no, like when you're dealing with energy, I think you got to be careful. You can get spirit attachments, which can happen with anything in any way. But just when you're opening yourself up, you need to be a little more careful. That's all. I I do hope that before I'm off this earth that I will just got to see a UFO or at least know that they exist concretely somehow. That's one of my hopes and dreams. I feel like now, with with especially with what's going on and what may happen, I think you're you're probably going to see something. May not be in person, but you'll probably see something on TV or. But is it real? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, and, and even now with knowing the technology that's out there that exists, like Project Bluebeam, that's the one everybody talks about, and that's the one everybody knows about. What about the technology we don't know about that they have that they can make? You see something. I'm almost to the to the point now where even if I see something in the sky above me, unless it lands in front of me and I'm able to walk up and touch it, I still will question it. That's just where I am right now. Yeah. I, I get that. But, I mean, so, I mean, then there's the old theory, you know, that we have our technologies advanced so much in the last 40 years because, of, uh, you know, it's not ours, alien technology. There's that old theory, but. Yeah. Who's to say? I think a lot of it, like when you think of Area 51, I think it's really fun to think about Area 51 and the aliens. But when I really think about it and try to be logical, it's like, that's so clever. Create a place where everyone's going to go to, cause a distraction, and everyone thinks stuff's there, but it's really somewhere else. Right. And that's, I mean, like in the UFO circles and community and stuff like that, it was always... Area 51 was the the red herring, so to speak, but all the real good stuff was at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. That's That that was always the story going around, supposedly. So, and, and, and honestly, it would make sense that it wouldn't be at either one. It would be at some place that no one's ever heard of. Exactly. If, if it existed, exactly. if, if they had it. But, you know, that's how that goes. Yeah. So. Well, I would like to think that if you do not see a UFO... During your time on this earth, once you leave this earth, you'll have all the knowledge and information, so you'll know if it's real or not. Yep. 
That would be nice. That'd be reassuring. Yeah. You know? Yes. Death wouldn't be so scary, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, death shouldn't be scary anyway, I don't think. I used to be scared of, of dying and everything. I've, I've talked about it on this show before. Now it's like, uh, it's just the next. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's just, it's where, you know, when you're dead, are you going to be hurting? It's or more in so pain? about the people it's that the people you are leave being behind, left behind. Yeah. That experience the pain and the suffering of the mm-hmm. loss. Yeah. So, but yeah. But I also, I believe in intelligent designs, so it makes me think there has to be some sort of alien life form out there that started life on this planet. I do believe that we're not random. Have you ever seen the movie, uh, what is it, Prometheus? Yes. And the really follow-up where they basically say that essentially I, we came from I aliens. didn't see the second one. I saw the first one where, yeah, they basically say they were the, were they the... I can't remember the... I can't remember the name of it either, <laughs> yeah. but but they essentially that we were created Are by Are you saying like them. the Anunnaki? Well, they were the uh, space jockey in the original alien. Essentially, then, yeah. They had a name. I can't remember. Prometheus wasn't remember. It's basically the chariots of the god theory, you know, that yeah. uh, aliens came and pretty much created life here. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who really I knows? I just went back to thinking of Iron Sky, <laughs> the sec- the sequel. Oh, where they go into inner where, earth? Yeah, but yeah. where they talk about, like, how man was developed. Go over that again real quick. So in, so the movie Iron Sky, they had a sequel. I didn't know that. Oh, it's wonderful. And basically, oh, spoilers. There's going to be spoilers, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Go See back. it anyway. Yeah, we did an episode <laughs> about it. Watch it, listen to that, then come back. Um, about creating man, and I think, was it the, the uh, lizard people essentially came to Earth, and one of them, you know, loved the monkeys. And so the animals, and he spliced monkey DNA with their DNA and created humans. And so, like, this guy, the scientist guy, you know, how did he like them? And it was his creatures, almost like pets. And then everyone else, like, oh, they're disgusting abominations. But it was just, um, again, the creation from the lizard people. The the Vril, the V-R-I-L, yeah, which is a... A pretty popular conspiracy theory as well. While we're on the subject, this question I want to ask you guys because you guys do a show on this, so it comes up more for you than with me. Why do people get so angry when you say like, uh, "Oh, I believe in like intelligent design," or "I believe in aliens," or "I believe in like"? People get so mad when people I believe in the flat Earth, or I believe like what? I don't understand why people are so passionate about these things like, because of the word you used when you asked the question, belief. Because of what they believe. Because anytime you believe in something, you cannot entertain other thoughts. That's why I don't like like that word. This is what I believe. That's it. Yeah. You can't say, I am a Christian. I believe in God. And then you come and say, well, let's talk about it. Uh, I don't believe there's a God because this, this, and this. That person will get offended. They'll get upset and angry because to them, that is their belief. There can be no other conversation about it it's a it's a belief it's it's what they feel in their soul right so if you say anything to the contrary no that's blasphemous that's no you can't talk like that if you say the earth is a globe and anybody that says it isn't is a, is a moron well again that's a belief and, it, and it's ingrained in us from the time we are school children there, there's globes everywhere there, there's Globes that, you know, are in the Universal Pictures logo is a globe, right? And all the Disney movies, there's always a globe. There's that symbology is everywhere. My 
four-year-old knows what a globe is. He knows that's the earth. I didn't teach him that, but that's what he knows because he sees it. So it's everywhere. And by the time you get to the age where somebody say, no, actually, it's not a globe. It's flat. Uh. Right? Like this, this, <laughs> you get people that just get, no, what? Fuck no, that can't be. That's, that's bullshit because it's a globe. It's, I, I was taught it in school. I, no, it's a globe. You guys are idiots that, that question it. And, and I'm not of the belief that it's a globe or it's flat. I'm of the belief, I don't know what it is. I don't think, I, I think people know what it is. Yeah. Like truly know what it is, but they're never going to tell us. But it's not what we are told. I even think the whole flat Earth. I think that that isn't accurate either. I think that what we are seeing is a flat plane, and that we are on a flat plane. I don't think we're on a ball. Okay. But I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know the shape of it. I don't know anything. I just know that it's flat because you can observably see it. And the big thing for me, water always finds its level. You cannot dispute that. Anywhere you put water, it will always find its level. Well, it's just that um, it really hit me when I watched the um, I watched a flat Earth documentary, and personally, I don't believe in the flat Earth theory. But that's but the people on there saying, "Oh, I've lost friends and family members," and I'm just thinking, if one of my friends or family said, "I believe the Earth is flat," I wouldn't care. Why? I would not be mad at okay, them. But, I would not stop talking but to them. What happened over the past year? What happened over the past five years, politics and then science and all these beliefs got in the way and broke up families. They broke up friendships. They broke up marriages because people couldn't agree on politics. And then people couldn't agree on, you know, something being told about their health and whether it's legit or not. And again, dividing into two parties. So I think what people should try to do, and it's not easy, but anytime there's divisiveness and people are trying to be split apart, just stop and take a look and be like, okay, well, does it really matter for right now? Does it really matter the shape of the earth? No, not in my day today. Does it really matter that you, like this person I think is an a-hole? I know you're a good person and you do good things. So does it really matter? Like you've always been good to me and kind to me. Does it really matter who you voted for? I would say no, but uh, But I I feel like I'm in the minority. (laughs) But that's the thing. People allow themselves to get caught up in the drama, in the divisiveness, because they think I need to stand for something or I'll fall for every. If I stand for nothing, I'll fall for everything kind of mindset. And I need to have these beliefs and stand firm on this. And it's like there's nothing weak in not knowing stuff and saying, I don't know, but. Let me try to get more information on that. Let me do my own research. Let me see how I feel about it. And I think people are afraid to do that or they don't think to do that. But it's like, does it really matter at the end of the day? Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I've listened to not every episode you guys know, but I've listened to a lot and you've had plenty of people that I don't agree with, but I'm never like shutting off like, oh, that son of a bitch. I can't believe you said that. Like, I, I find it interesting still. I even have listened if I, to you on your podcast and not agreed with you. And even though I'm like, I cannot believe he's saying that. Wow. I, I still, you're my friend. 
and I listen, you know, and I support you because I know you're a good person and <laughs> I know that we can have a conversation about it and you're not going to flip out and storm out on me saying what I want to say and I wouldn't do the same to you. Yeah, it's just I was just wondering because you guys cover this topic a lot and you show up at, if it, if it, it, it just uh, part of it always was very strange to me why people have such a reaction to people believing this stuff. Like, I just don't see how it affects you on a day to day basis. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I, 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 uh, there's a there's another podcaster, Crow Triple Seven, and his his whole catchphrase is "Belief is the enemy of knowing," and and it, and when you really think about that, that is. The, a truer statement couldn't have been spoken because belief, that's really all it is. You are belie- you're choosing to believe something and take it in and, and, and that's your truth. But is it the truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that I think that's, that's the big thing and uh, why people get so upset. Well, like Monique said over the last, especially six, seven years, it, it just, everything in the culture has become so divisive and so, us versus them, you know, you versus me, that kind of thing. What color are you? What race are you? What political affiliation are you? Do you believe in science? Do you not, you know, everything has been structured to divide us and to get us angry and upset. So that's why it has escalated to what it's escalated to. And I think we're starting to see, I think a a lot of people are calming down a bit. I think at least that I've, that I've seen, but it's, I think it's going to get ramped up more because it's starting to calm down now. Yeah, it, it, there's always something. One of the things, though, is we talked about the word belief, and you've brought it up to me because I didn't even think about it. And we talk about, like, words and their meanings. Like, words have meaning. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even think about that because I was using it incorrectly. I just took it, like, I believe it, meaning this is what I think, or this is what I feel, or this is what I'm vibing on right now. Not to say, like, this is my core absolute. It's just like, oh, this is what I think. And I was misusing the word. Think about it, though. Belief. B-E-B-L-I-E-B-Lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, think about it. It's, it's, uh, words have meaning. They do. And, and you know, the words are not put together by accident. This was all des- by design. Everything's by design. Yeah. Who by who, by whom? I think we did I don't it. Know. I <laughs> think we did it. I've, I've said it. I don't know if I've said it on our show. I know I said it talking to Ketsuban, um, but I think when we always say like, "Who are the they?" We are the they. It's us. We are the ones essentially who <laughs> we're the ones behind the curtain. We just don't realize it, and it's not. It, it's not necessarily meaning like oh us physically. But mentally, we are our our energy, our thoughts, what we manifest, and I think part of it is like it, before we incarnate on this earth, like we say, okay, these are the things we're going to go through individually and as a group. And Could be we, right. We're all characters. We are all characters, and we all choose a role that we are playing, and we are the they collectively. I just think people in general, I mean, you really need to decide what's worth your time. Like arguing with some total stranger about some topic that's not going to affect either one of your lives. Or, I mean, I was at a flea market and um, there was a couple with a mask and a guy without a mask. And he was hanging over their shoulder looking at something at the table and they tell him to back off. 
And instead of, now if that happened to me, I would just say, oh, okay, I'm sorry and walk away. I don't like people hanging around me even without this sure. whole thing. Instead, he starts going on this 20-minute thing about how you're more likely to die from the flu and all this other stuff. And I'm like, why is this even worth your time to these people that after you leave this flea market, you're never going to see again? I just, I, I think that people choose weird hills to die on these days is, is I guess, the best I, way. I love and it that just way. baffles me. Like, time is our most valuable currency. Yeah. And, like, and we choose to waste it. Oh yeah. It's, well, it's really I love sad. that the hill they chose this hill to die on because that's something like once I heard that phrase, is this the hill you want to die on? It was like, oh Makes my gosh. Makes you rethink a lot of things, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. It's like, you know, pick your battles. Yeah. And definitely like, I'm not going to argue with a stranger. You know, yeah. I just, I, I like to look at it like I might not agree with you, but you obviously feel that this way for a reason. I don't know what you've been through in life. Just like you don't know what I've been through in life. It's not my place to judge. I wish you well. There you go. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not better than everybody else. I've gotten mad about dumb things yeah. that don't matter. Yeah, but we all do. But uh, I just, I don't go to Twitter about it or uh, <laughs> or go off or cut people out of my life. You know, I, I try and calm down and then move on. Like, I just, I don't know. It just is very bugs me a lot because i just don't see the uh all right it's like i was reading something about the snow white being problematic because of the non-consensual kiss from prince charming when it gets her out of a coma what yeah there's this big article oh about boy it's news to me it's problematic because it's non-consensual him kissing her the woman he loves to get her out of a coma uh, okay and someone was saying about teaching their daughters. And I was just like, you know what? I have a daughter and I'm going to teach her that an 80-year-old cartoon being problematic isn't worth your time to even put to. Yeah, exactly. Like we <laughs> have yeah. real problems. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm just using that as an example, but it's just, that's the kind of nonsense that's just like completely perplexing to me why anybody wastes their energy on things like that. And, you would, and that makes you, that makes me say, uh, think that is that how good we have it now in society and in our lives that those are the things that we're choosing to focus on. But the whole thing is on. he was trying to save her life. They're in love. I mean, I kiss my wife in her sleep all the time. No, Should I go to no, prison? No, he didn't really know her. But the thing is, if he knew she was under a spell and this would wake her up and save her life, would you do CPR on somebody? Your lips are touching theirs. Or would you say, no, because they're unconscious and dying and it's not consensual. I guess that's a, I should look at it as a good thing as we've reached the point where we're inventing. That's, but we're that's inventing just, outrage. We're, yeah, I mean, geez, you, they got rid of the Aunt Jemima syrup. I mean, they, it's but you're but looking is, for things now to be offended by. up these bullshit things to be it's, offended by. It's but okay. when well, real life right. stuff is happening, sure, that of is course. way more messed up. And I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up just because we've kind of touched on the subject. Oh, boy. So... Oh I was Get doing that a dun 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 music. Yeah, I was doing a. <laughs> I was doing a hypnotherapy session. All right. With a male. Now I've worked with men. I've never had an issue. Okay. I didn't get a good feeling during the consult, but I was like, you know what? I I want to do my best. This is a challenge to approach. I'll go ahead with it. Now, may I ask, is this to help? This individual with a yes, with with a, with, okay. with, a, with an issue, okay. and during our session, 
same problems as the first time talking to him. Like I felt like not really listening and doing what he's supposed to do. And he kept like moving and changing positions. And so basically what had happened was he moved, he was laying on the bed, his shirt was off. And I'm like, okay, well maybe it's hot. I'm getting uncomfortable. I'm feeling like, I hope he's not going to do what I think this guy is going to do. But I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt. And when I do hypnosis, I get in a meditative state. And you know what I mean? So it's like trying not to change my energy. But I could literally feel armor around me, like energetic armor around me. So I noticed that his hand is moving. And I'm like, is he rubbing his leg? Because it was like a furry kind of blanket. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a comfort thing where like you like you pet your cat, you know, because it's comforting. But I'm like, I don't want to assume but then we got to the point in the session where the blanket came off and he had no pants on and he was touching himself. And I was just like, okay, this is done. I emerged him and I ended it and I fired him. And that was really upsetting for me. I can imagine. Usually I look at, you know, in general, somebody flashes you or whatever because they're trying to be a jerk about it. Like yeah. whatever, laugh at it. But this was something where, I'm working, I'm trying to help somebody. I'm I'm trying to have that energetic connection to help. Yeah. And they do that. And it was very violating when it happened. And it, it just like it pissed me off. <laughs> you know, it, like right. I was pissed. I'm like, boy, you're lucky this is like through Zoom because I'd whoop your ass. But it, it just felt like, wow, like this is the kind of stuff we should be worrying about. <laughs> yes, Not I would agree with a that. cartoon kissing somebody <laughs> without consent because they're going to try to say, well, it's all related, but it's not. It comes down to teaching values. And not everyone is lucky enough to have that good family unit. And and that's why it, it's so important to understand, like, just being a good person and being considerate and kind and thoughtful. Um, and the, the point that I just want to get out there with the story and the main reason why I'm sharing it is because after it happened, I was worried about, did I do the professional thing? Was I professional enough? Because sometimes you hear people say, well, you should have spoke to them about the issue. So I reached out to my peers who have been doing hypnotherapy for a long time. They're like, oh, fuck no. No, that, that's wrong. That's a cross line. There you and I was there like, okay, I feel better because, you know, like I, I feel like sometimes and I think as certain people get put in a situation that makes them uncomfortable, They don't know how to react and they have a fear to react the wrong way. And I know from just in my lifetime, especially like when you're working somewhere and and people are inappropriate towards you and people, other people around you are like, oh, no, no, just, you know, what do you expect? You're a pretty girl and just take it and smile and go along with it. What a weird, (laughs) what do you expect? You're a pretty girl. Yeah, You should expect a guy to take his out and start touching himself but, but that's the thing it, it, it kind of so i just i just want to say out there like as we're talking about this stuff if you're listening and i don't want to just aim it specifically at females if you're a guy because th- it can happen to guys too but if you're ever in a situation where somebody is so disrespectful and they're like sexually inappropriate or just inappropriate like stand up for yourself don't be worried about what agree. other people are gonna say you know, just like for me, my gut was like, nope, I'm out of here. 
And that's what I did. And I think older me would have been like, um, I need you to stop that. Could you put that Put away? it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, this isn't okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I was like, fuck no. And I, th- I just want to like share that just so other people, if anything like this, if you've ever been through it or something like that happens to you and you're in that situation, just stand up for yourself. You don't need to take shit from anybody and especially not sexually inappropriate shit from people. And if they're forcing that on you, don't take it. Do what you have to do to get out of the situation. Tell them to fuck off, whatever. But don't feel guilty about it. Just do what you have to do. And I just wanted to share that. I agree. All right. And I'm not mocking anybody out there. If anything, I've said that that, that these things are important to you. You're <laughs> no, passionate about. But, but I, I just want to say how ridiculous it is that here we are. Like people argue about a cartoon. That came out before our parents were born. Yes. When <laughs> right? in real life, there are people who obviously have issues and they need help. And I truly wish those people find the help they need. But it's like. We're all on a journey, and like part of the journey, I think, is rising up to say, no pun intended, but you know, rising up to say, like, I don't wow. have to take this. <laughs> all right. Not yeah. arguing over cartoons <laughs> from like 80 yeah. years yeah. ago. So, I uh, don't really know where to go from there. So, Matt. Yes. Really quick, where can people find you on social media? <laughs> my uh, Matt Spectro through the multiverse is my Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Matt Spectro, and I'm on Podbean, um, Apple, Spotify, and um, every Friday there's a new episode. Tremendous. Um, Sorry, and, I ruined that. No, <laughs> and the home wrecker uh, Alex, the Golden Greek, and Trophy Wake Monique are going to be on Matt Spectro through the multiverse on June 11th. Woo! Stay tuned. We'll be updating more. Um, what we're going to be talking about, but I always like to save that for the week of the announcement. There you have it. Oh boy. So we have to make sure we don't say anything. I'm not going to say a word. Uh, there's one question I want to ask you guys. Oh, um, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't know if you know, this is um, the one thing that's bugged me about the, that I've never heard. Ex- I've listened to the flat earth theory. And um, the one thing I've never been explained, um, if it's not a globe um, and I'm not, this is not me saying this is not a gotcha moment. This is a legit question. I really want to know is, uh, um, why does like Alaska and Northern Russia and Norway, why do they go 30 days without the sun? If it's not a globe that's tilted away from the earth, what is the explanation for why they don't get sunlight for that amount of time? I'm not going to tell you that I know. Cause I don't, okay. I, honestly, <laughs> I, don't. I honestly don't know. And it's not me trying I to know. trap you. I honestly don't. I, I know it's, it's one, been explained, not, but that's one I'm I, sure I it has. It's just not know. one I've heard, so I was just curious the answer to that one. I always get confused why that happens anyway. So, well, a theory of a globe is it it tilts away from the I sun, so it's rotating that. where it doesn't see the sun. If that is the if that is correct, but that's that never the theory really made super it. sense to me. But I don't know. I know everyone's going to say the son of a bitch thinks he's not smart. It's not that. I'm not no, trying, I've I literally seen just stuff. I've seen like I hadn't heard the explanation. For, I've heard a lot of the explanations. That's the one I hadn't heard. So I was just I curious have about. heard it and I honestly don't remember. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, sure. not going like, to pretend to do like a to, model to and yeah. explain it, but I don't remember. And I'm okay. sure there is one and I'm, I'm just curious because I've never actually heard it. I'll find a video on it. I'll send, yeah. you, I'll send it to you. What I am is uh, I, I refer to myself as a skeptical conspiracy theorist. Like, even the ones I don't believe in, I find super interesting. So I like to, uh, I like to hear about the ones, even the ones I'm not really 
on the belief. So I'm, uh, well, I think everybody should be a skeptical. Conspiracy I, I, I kind of feel like I, the older I've gotten, the more skeptical I've gotten. So I'm with you there. I like that because I look at it like you're asking questions. You want to find out. You're yeah, not yeah. just saying, okay, I'm going to sit on this because this is what pleases me. It's like, no, I want to know. Well, well, plus to me, like how could you form if you think it's true, if you don't hear the evidence on both sides? So right. that's why I always like the question. And yeah. I find it fascinating even stuff I don't believe in, I find interesting to hear about. I suppose I wouldn't listen to your show if I didn't. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's it. I mean, and that's what we always ask of our audience. Just have an open mind. We're not asking you to believe anything or take anything we say as fact. Make up your own mind. And uh, one thing I want to ask in relation to my own show, mm. do you believe the theory that humans could evolve like the X-Men at some point? Because uh, some people have presented this as a real scientific theory that human beings could have a next step in evolution where they actually gain superpowers it wouldn't necessarily be like you know angel wings and turning into ice and laser beams out of the eyes but some people have proposed that scientific theory that human beings will evolve into superpowered beings at some point well if you want to get crazy conspiracy theory you could argue that they're trying to do that right now what, like they're trying to make it with, happen with the mrna uh stuff that's going on right now i won't say the word because i don't want to get kicked off youtube or, or anything but weird you say that because there was a comic story back in the 80s um where um they wasn't explained but but if you died violently there was like a 0.0 percent chance you could be reborn with superpowers so they literally killed two thousand people trying to recreate super beings so I'm not saying you're saying they're committing genocide, but something to the effect where they're trying to do an experiment that would instill the gene that unlocking it to be. It can, could, can you back that up? If they died violently, so you mean like in their next incarnation of life? Well, they would die violently and then be reborn and have like superpowers, but it was completely random. Like you wouldn't just die in your sleep of old age. Like you had to die like a gunshot, an accident, and like, and then so they did this thing. Um, where they did creative ways of killing people and they killed 2,000 people just with the hope of being able to recreate. I, I know this is like a super fantastical version of my theory, but they killed 2,000 people to try and, this is a comic book, mind you, this isn't real, uh, where basically the theory was if they killed enough people in violent extreme ways, they would be able to get super soldiers. And they end up getting 12, I think it was, out of the 2,000 they killed everyone. So... The theory being that, I'm not saying kill people, but they would do some sort of experiment to try and unlock the gene that supposedly... I'm sure that would. that kind of stuff I think this has happened and has gone on. Because I have read theories that it would be like more like telepathy or like we would be stronger as humans or I we would I think it's be, more metaphysical. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I think how many episodes ago I brought up, I think we all have ESP. I agree with that. And it's a matter of unlocking it. And it's not the way the movies make it out to be where, oh, you know, Matt is telling me this. I have this message from Matt. I know what he's thinking. It's a thought that pops in your head that feels like it's your own thought. But it's really coming kind from like somewhere inception else. Almost in the way. I never not saw the, it. Not the movie, but the, the concept of inception of something, an idea you didn't come up with, the idea was put into your head. Yeah, I think it all stems from the collective. If we're all connected through the collective consciousness, it makes sense that we all can have ESP. We just need to tune it yeah. to to better like tune our receiver so we can pick up where it's coming from. I would agree with that. I I I I from I really think that because I, I'm sure you probably go through it with your wife where 
maybe you can finish each other's sentences. You kind of know what each other's thinking. You know what I mean? Like, and I think true, you could explain that as well. You just kind of become familiar with each other and that kind of thing. But I think that, especially with us enough times, things happen that are just random, but we're on the same page or I know what she's thinking. She knows what I'm thinking. And it's something that's completely random and, and it's, even before, it's like, gotta, we there's gotta be something more to it. Yeah. There's gotta yeah. be something more to that. And, and not just that. So you have ESP. When you think about manifestation, that is something people do all the time. Sure. They manifest things. They manifest it to happen with their own will. That's pretty amazing. I think, I feel like that's the stuff they don't want us to do. So they try to put in our minds these superpowers you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I can they try to make it sound ridiculous. Like, yes, yeah. right. To yeah. make you think, oh, that's it. But what seems like not as cool or seems way more small scale is actually huge because it can change the world. If everyone knew that they could manifest what they want, if everyone knew like they were connected to each other and they didn't need a cell phone to communicate, and if everyone knew like, you know having a connection with somebody was like that they could astral project somewhere they wanted to go without their physical body leaving and if we everyone on this planet knew that the world would be a different place but instead we have our minds filled with oh i can shoot lasers out of my eyes and grow wings out of my back and you know i turn into diamonds or stone or whatever they, they create these fantastic stories because people love stories and we get caught up in it all. So that kind of stuff seems a little boring. I, I mean, if you think about it, what, what are anabolic steroids? They're just enhancing what you already have, basically. Right, but, you're, but without them, would you be able to get to that level of muscular density, vascularity, strength? Probably, probably not. not. So, I mean, they, they have already, you can argue that that's already kind of been going on. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I, I think, will we eventually evolve? Do we have to? Do we really need to? I think if you look at humans right now, I think we are not giving ourselves enough credit for what we are. Because if you think about it, you're born perfect. Yeah. You yeah. have an immune system. As long as your skin is not pierced and you don't ingest something, you are healthy. Yeah, you're born with the ability you're, to breathe. So. You're born, exactly. You're born with the ability to breathe. Uh, babies, when they're tossed into a pool, can hold their breath and just kind of swim around until somebody takes them out. So we have, we're, we're pretty remarkable when you think about it. And I think yeah. we just, through conditioning, social conditioning and everything else, we're taught to, that we're not special, but really we are. And we just got to figure it out. I think we're pretty awesome with what we can do, considering everything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think they've been trying to do it. They have figured out ways to do it artificially. Will we ever evolve to the point where I can just look at a weight and get big instead of lifting it multiple times? Hmm. Probably not. But maybe. Who knows? And, um... Before we go, because who knows when I'm going to be back in here. There's one thing I want to bring up that sure sticks in my craw, and I wanted your guys' opinion on it. You know the whole theory when, you know, they have a bunch of accounts of people dying and then seeing the afterlife, and 
coming yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And the big explanation away of that is, well, people with a lack of oxygen hallucinate. So they're telling me dead people hallucinate? <laughs> Look, I think that there are way too many stories from way too many people who don't know each other, who have different backgrounds, different life parts of the world, different life they're, experiences. They're they all have the same experience. It's not like they're mistaken for dead. They're literally dead. And their explanation yeah. away is a lack of oxygen causes you to hallucinate. So they're telling me that dead people hallucinate. I, I, so what's the, so what's your question then? Do we, do, do we believe in, in life after death? Or? Well, that's, I mean, don't you think that's just the dumbest how anyone buys that explanation is is just insane to me. Like, well, think I, about it. It's coming from the experts, right? You got to trust the science and believe I think the experts. Sometimes that's what people need to hear. Yeah, I mean, I can respect you're trying to come up with a logical explanation, but you you, you have to make dead people hallucinate. Is what you, you say it out loud? And it's just ridiculous. I, I forget it, it where I heard the story. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about that, and like this one woman, they were talking about she died. On the table. Yeah, my great grandmother died and, and saw the afterlife she and like, came back to life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember that very, she died, I mean, she died when I was very young, but she died a couple, like a year or so before that, where she literally saw the operating table, saw the afterlife, and they brought her back. Mm-hmm. And I always believed in it. And then when they told me that it was because of a lack of oxygen, and I'm just like, well, if you're dead, you're not breathing. <laughs> right. Yeah, what? <laughs> like, it just doesn't make any sense. So. That's how it works. There's no more oxygen going into the lungs, feeding the blood uh, when you're dead. I suppose you could argue I want to believe, but I mean, it just, the sentence just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, there was something like this one story, this woman, she died in the hospital, and the doctor that was working on her had like a gold pin or something, and she died, and she like, kind of was leaving and then she got brought back and she was saying like I died and like I left my body and they're like oh no no you're just hallucinating but I guess she was blind and she described everybody in the room like she could see once she died and she described everybody like the gold pin the guy had like like and they're just like "Uh, uh, I don't know I think there's 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 so many stories like that yeah there's a ton of stories like that come on I mean and now like you could, my brother, for example, had a, he died. Mm-hmm. He, but he didn't see anything, or at least he didn't tell me that he saw anything. So I, who knows? He died and came back. So uh, he, but he di- was also talking to you while he was flatlined. Well, well, correct? well, no, it, he died in my arms mm-hmm. at first. And then the, the medics, the medics revived him. The, the ambulance revived him. Uh, and then later in the hospital, we're talking and he flatlined while he was talking to me. Jesus. And the and the nurses came running in. You you're and they're like, "How are you talking?" He's like, "What do you mean?" And they, they looked, everything was connected right, the, but he was flatlined and they said, "You you haven't had a heartbeat for 40 seconds and then his heart started beating again." He's like, "Oh shit, he's like, better he's like, better wow. get that and going." Was, and I'm just sitting there and he I'm looking at him, he's looking at me and we're just like, "Uh He's he's like, "I felt I feel fine. I, I, I what do you mean? Oh, let me it flip was, the it switch. Was, it was weird. Was weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was very, very weird. But yeah, and, he and didn't see anything. So yeah. I don't know. I think just like when I've done past life regression and hypnotherapy, there's different things with the soul leaving the body. Sometimes the soul has left the body before anything actually happens. 
So it doesn't have to go through the experience. So especially if something's like really gruesome, violent, the soul's out before the actual death happens. Um, that's been experienced. And people could say, oh, well, they're just making it up. It's in their mind. I'm just sharing what's been told during these sessions. Um, and, and then there are people like, I mean, I worked with somebody and she was saying like her husband's there waiting for her that was in that life. And he's just a ball of light. Yeah. And she turned into a ball of light and explained like where she went after. And I, I've had people, a lot of times they say it's like, it's like energy. It's not like a physical body of a person. It's just like this energy that's there. And it's hard to explain. Some people do say it's white light. There are different things, but it's all about like leaving and then being some form of energy and moving on. And, and they can move on to different places because you, you hear about um, the life between lives, which is where it's thought that people go once they die in between yeah. lives. But then there's also a different place that's just you're joining the collective and it's a little bit different. You're just, it's like everyone has like they're, they're working on things. So it's kind of tied in, but it's almost like two different stops on the journey. That, that sounds plausible. Sorry that uh, I've made this episode so all over the map. No, <laughs> we love it. This, this, this is, is how we, we are. Yeah, this, this is what, these are the episodes we love to have. Just conversations yes. that go everywhere. Yes. Yeah, I mean, th that's the thing, too. Uh, I, I had a thought, now and I lost it, so never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I actually I actually had a thought. It was going to be profound. At least I, I thought it was. And uh, You anyway. do have really good thoughts. Damn it. Can't believe I forgot that. It'll one. come back to you. It was good too. Like tonight. Yeah, it'll come back to yeah, me. Yeah, you'll you'll text me in like a week and be like, Probably. oh, this is yeah, that's what I was thinking, remember? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, we got Matt's. Do you have anything else you want to plug before we? No, wrap I just it up? Um, if uh, anybody out there who has even a remote interest in comics or superheroes uh, could give, just try one episode is all I ask. If it's the one with the uh, the Home Record Podcast, that's fine. Just <laughs> give it a like. It's every Friday. And uh, they're going to be on on uh, June 11th. There we go. Yay. And where can people find us, my lady? We are on Twitter. Yes, at Pod. And our website. HomeWreckerPodcast.com. And where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. You can find my Etsy shop, Wonders by Monique, and my website, TaraByMonique.com. And how can people find you, my love? I am also on Twitter at the Alex Arion. And you can check out alexarionfitness.com as well. Fabulous. And there you have it. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you stopping thank by. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. Yeah, this has been a blast, man. Yes. Any, any, uh, anytime. Uh, I would love to do another episode. I'd like yes. to do a, somehow figure out a crossover episode sometime. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe we do like a two-parter and we review one part on your show and one on mine or something. Yeah, like. absolutely. Sure. And, any way to get uh, some of the spillover from all, <laughs> the, all the popularity you guys have. And you know you're you're welcome over anytime. Of course. Of course. So until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife and Matt Spectro. Yes. The lovely Monique. And you've been listening and watching the Homewrecker Podcast. <laughs>